Chicago Industry Podcast. Music, film, television, business, influencers, entertainers, creators, events, and sports. Celebrating the Chicago Industry past, present, and future. Always remember, Chicago is the culture. Welcome to Chicago's The Culture Podcast, and I am here with 2K Drake. Boom, 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 boom. What's happening over here? You are a artist. That I am. I don't want to put you in a... a no, no, I'm many things. I'm many things. Because I see you have a little vocals. Oh, oh, I mean, everybody went to church. Everybody <laughs> 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 went to church. So, so yeah. You have some. you have a nice sound to you. Thank you. I'm definitely not going to say you're around because you're more than that from what I see. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So, where are you from? So, I'm from Gary, Indiana, Chicago land area. So, uh, everywhere though. I done lived there all over Indiana, Mm -hmm. uh, California. You know what I mean? So, I'm just a stew pot of everything. So, you just like a. Wanderers. Yeah, man, wherever, wherever it's popping at, that's where I'm at. Wherever the wind blows you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. when did you start um, music? Um, I mean, I've been in music all my life. You know what I mean? Okay. As far as I played the drums since a kid. You know what I mean? Got in choir for an easy grade. Ended up loving it. And uh, I mean, it's it. So I started doing music like. As myself, I recorded my first music at like 16. Okay. And I remember it like I, it didn't go nowhere. I just recorded it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like I did it and it felt good. And then like I never get, I went, like my mom heard uh, on the radio, she was heard like, oh, are you going to do music? Come down to the studio. And this back to when you say uh, more than just rap, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? At first, I was supposed to be Chris Brown, get me fucked up. <laughs> like, that's where my mind was. You understand what I'm saying? I would be hard. So I went down there and uh, Madre was like, we're going to show him the music. We're showing him the music. He's like, look, dude, uh, you could be a songwriter. <laughs> and, you know, so you went down there rapping? No, no. I was, I was, I was singing my ass off. You understand okay. what I'm trying to tell you? I was singing my ass off. Okay. But Buddy was like, nah, 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 nah. You go do some songwriting, but in my mind, I was like, "Nah, okay. you get me fucked up. I'm gonna make this shit work." So you know what I mean. And then I went off, whatever, whatever. And that was before I was in doing the choir and all that. But like, I went off and started just learning more about rap. You know what I mean? I start getting more into rap, and uh, I'll never forget it. Uncle's funeral there, my cousins and them all sitting there. And they rapping freestyle. I'm sitting there in the basement. First time I ever drank Hennessy and cranberry. <laughs> First time I ever drank Hennessy and cranberry. I'm sitting there, and they rapping. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm like, that shit hard. So I go to get another cup. My cousin take the cup. He's like, we ain't get another another cup till you spit something. I'm like, I don't do no rapping, bro. <laughs> what y'all doing is dope. 
But I don't do so no rapping. Where you at now? Yeah, yeah. So he like, nah, bro. You want some more this hand? You, you gonna spit something? So I spit something. I'm like, ah, that shit was horrible. It was, trust, <laughs> trust. It ain't one of them stories where it was like, hey, I spit <laughs> that shit. I'm like, you the truth. Right. No, no, nah, it wasn't none of that. It was horrible. It was horrible, horrible, horrible. But it felt good. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I'm gonna work on this. I went home, worked on it. And I was proud to come back to my cousin, like, look, look what I just did. So I did that. And so, long story short, he ended up getting killed. That, mm -hmm. that cousin ended up getting killed. And the music thing was really like his dream. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. he was real. Like, he was, he was, man, look here. Dude was ready. Right. All the way ready. So it was like, at that point, I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. Because that's what he wanted to do. You know right. what I'm saying? And he introduced it to me. You know what I mean? Which kind of changed my whole path of life. You know what I mean? Because at that point, all I wanted to do was play sports and do whatever. But at that point, when sports didn't work out, I tore my shoulder, all that craziness. That gave me something else to do. I had a passion. Yeah, yeah. So that's what that was. So that's how that all went. That's how that went down. So now you do music and it's, it's in his honor. Mm -hmm. You feel like... Big Mike, shout out to Big Mike. Spiritually, like when you when you start doing music, you feel like you kind of connect with him, and and, and his energy kind of helps you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cause um, like me myself, I ain't even bullshit you. Sometimes I listen back to what I make, and it's like, you did that, bro. Mm -hmm. Cause I don't look at myself that way. You right. know what I mean? But when I'm in that zone and in that mode, mm -hmm. it's a different person. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when you say, is it a spiritual thing? Yeah, I look at everything like a time capsule. Like if I don't, when I make my records, I need to get it right that day. Cause the way that I'm feeling that day, day. is what it is, you know what I mean? That's what the record is. When you go back and try to recapture that day, You'll never it don't happen like that, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, definitely feel that. So you write your own? Oh yeah, 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 100%. So you get in the zone like you have to get in the zone? Does it take you a long time to write a zone? Uh, it just depends on the song, you know what I mean? Some songs, we just go in there and do it, you know what I mean? Some songs, I'll write the hook and sit on it for, you know what I mean, months before I come back to the rest of it. Some songs, we finish it like that, but when I get when I get to where I'm ready to work on the song, we knock it out. But some songs, it's deeper than sitting and just knocking it out right here in the studio, you know what I mean? Some stuff, you gotta really sit back and reflect on before you can really express that to the world. Because it, it makes it more personal to Yeah, you. yeah, of course, okay. of course. So you make music for the ladies? Do you make music for the fellas? Uh, a little bit of everything you heard we was working on. That so. song was dope. I was, <laughs> can you just put it on my you heard, you heard, it it on. You heard we was working on. So, I mean, yeah. Um, so we did, like, we did the, the biggest record to date would probably be the record with G Herbo, I did the Tatiana's record, mm -hmm. and that came about having fun. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That we made that in my living room. Okay. Like, so that was dope. But as far as the artist, I felt like I grew a lot mm -hmm. from that moment. Okay. So it was, I took a little hiatus to get out that little box mm -hmm. of where everybody was trying to put me in when I made that record, and now I feel like I just make whatever I want to. You have a song out now called Bag. Yeah. Thank you. So what mindset were you going to that song? Having to get it, you know what I mean, like by any means, mm -hmm. reflecting on what I've done to get to where we are now, mm -hmm. you know what I mean?
know what I mean? And thinking about what I'm willing to do to continue to get what we have to get done, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, that was one of those songs where the, the hook came before everything. We were sitting in here, uh, I'll never forget, I think it was a Music Monday, and it was me, Angelo, which is Dada Creative, which you guys just said. Yeah. Uh, and Plug Migo. And we were all in there. She was there too. Plug Migo. <laughs> yeah. That's the homie. So we're all sitting there, and uh, we're going through records. I made actually two of my favorite records that night. That one hasn't come out yet, and bang. And uh, so we were all hanging out late night, and Plug started playing something. I think he even. He played it, then he tried to skip over it, you know what I mean? And I'm like, nah, nah, nah. Right go back, go back <laughs> to that one, go back to that one, you know what I mean? So he goes back to it, and uh, and I started just humming that melody, you know what I mean? And so the melody comes, excuse me, melody comes, and uh, I thought, I'm putting me in the booth, let's do this. So I go in, and I lay the hook, and the hook was all I had for a while. So I go home, and I'm around family and all that stuff, so, you know what I mean? I'm listening to it in the headphones, and I'm working on this verse, which I normally don't do. Like, normally I don't write verses at my house. Like, I, I gotta be somewhere where I'm in the vibe and mm -hmm. all this. But, just so having that song, that was the vibe, you know what I mean? So, I'm at home, and I'm listening to it back, and, uh, interesting fact of that. So, first verse was the second verse, and, so when I come in, Flex, okay, and so Flex wasn't there initially when we were working on it, but Flex played a huge role in crafting the record, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going through it, and in my mind, I'm ready. This is the greatest thing of all time. Nigga, fuck you. Right. It's like, <laughs> I record it, he's like, nah, that, first, that second verse needs to be first because what you're saying at the beginning, needs to be what the first thing that people hear. Because it resonates. I risk my life for this. Mm -hmm. I do it twice with this. You know what I'm saying? Tired of worry about what the price is. Goddamn it! Right. <laughs> he heard that. He's like, Nah, that's got to be first. So we moved it. It changed the whole dynamic a little bit. Because sometimes when you tweak something, oh, yeah. it changes the whole dynamic or the feel of the song. Right, right. So he heard something that you didn't hear. Oh yeah, and so the people and, probably feel that more. And Flex is good for that. He's uh he's done that like he's moved my second verse to that's not the first time he's done that. <laughs> Just put it that way. Okay. Flex be doing that, but that's the beautiful thing about having a good team behind you. You know what I mean? Because you can be straight by yourself, but once you put a a, a crazy team behind you, they make you better. They just they take things to another level. You know what I mean? So that that was dope. Yeah. So. When you have a, a large category of music, yeah. but you was just sitting there going through some things. <laughs> so, do you feel like when you say you did a song a year ago mm -hmm. and you go back and listen to it now, and you feel like, well, maybe I'm not re-recording, you go and fix it? Oh, yeah, I'll fix it. I mean, like, I'll fix it. I just won't change the idea of what it is. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, it's, if there's something like uh, I could tell that I could do it better. You gonna add? You know what I mean? If you tasting your, if you tasting something that you just cooked and you can tell it's a little salt missing, 
You gonna add that little. You gonna add that little salt. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you always got to go back and and tweak things. But when I lay my idea, my idea is normally my idea. You know what I mean? So yeah. So do you rap about things that you actually? Because you know some people like, oh, they ain't really about their life. But right, right, right. My question to you is. You see yeah, at like, least the things that you're okay. speaking yeah, about. Like, like, I got a record called Drugs, and that's not out yet. It's about to be out, but it's facts. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Like, I tell you straight up in the song, though. I say there's a part where it goes, "She powder her nose with the blow, she like a cocaine." That's what I listen to. In yeah, that's what okay, you I heard. That. And I, I tell you, that. I tell you, I do drugs for fun, but I'm addicted to this dope. I, ain't, I so I'm letting you know, like. I'm not telling nobody, hey man, go out there and get high high. Right. And whatever I'm doing is what I do. Right. But I ain't saying I'm no fucking drug addict. I'm saying, right. hey man, if I go to the club and I feel like whatever I want to do, if I want to indulge, I'm going to do that. Right. But I'm not telling you, oh man, this is what I'm on 24-7. Nah, I'm a businessman. Right. So I ain't got nowhere near time to just be high all the time. You know what I mean? I Weed that. is one different thing, but... But as far as drug, nah, you ain't got time to be on that shit. That's how you can take advantage of. Anybody got time for that shit? So <laughs> <laughs> to tell you. So, um, you're just not just starting out, but it's like you're you're like on the rise, and you're you're one of the on the rise. You're like one of the better artists is on the rise. Appreciate that. So, where do you see yourself within the next? It's the first quarter. Right. Where do you see yourself by second quarter? Man, my thing is, as long as these people gravitate to what we putting down, I don't see why we're not on the top. You know what I mean? By the time we get to where we need to be. So, I'm saying, you saying second quarter? Mm-hmm. I mean, on the way there. By the end of the year, though, I feel us being known right. by the world. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm, that's the goal. Don't feel, you will. No, I will. Definitely. <laughs> we gonna put that in there. Yeah, yeah, right I now. will. You know, there we go. There we go. <laughs> I said that too on New Year's. I was drunk as hell. I'm sitting there. I'm like, this is the last time I'm being anybody crowd on New Year's. I live my feelings, but it's cool. <laughs> but you know what? You see where you want to be. As long yeah. as you have that vision, you go for what's yours. Right, right. Hundred percent. Whatever you put out to universe, I promise you. Oh yeah, I'm a firm believer in that. I got a, I got a whole saying, like. When I was going through it, like I went through, you go through the depressions, everybody go through all that stuff. But the thing is, when, you, when I was coming through, I had a mantra that I would say and that I was put into the universe, which was health, wealth, love, prosperity. You know what I'm saying? And I would say that over and over again every night while I was going to sleep. And life changed like that. Like it wasn't no like, oh, long trip. No. Instantly, once I changed my mindset, Life change. You so know what I'm saying? Something, depression. Yeah, yeah. Is that something that you went through? You going through? Yeah, I mean, when you battle with depression, it's an ongoing thing at all times. You know what I'm saying? It's not nothing that you've been through. You know what I mean? You deal you with that. Yeah, it's something you just deal with. But it's not like, oh, no, I'm just this sad motherfucker that runs around. Like, which is crazy because for me, I'm one of the happiest people you're going to meet. But when... You go through those things. It's just, I think, is it you off by yourself? But see, like, I'm not one of them guys that's like, ah, oh, I'm depressed now, so I'm on the internet telling, like, nah. And when I'm going through mines, I'm off by myself real quick. I work through it, and I'm back to what I need to do with it. I, let me say this: mm-hmm. I appreciate you for 
for being honest about that. Yeah. Because I feel like this culture is something that everyone goes through. Right. But right. some people are not they're afraid to talk about it because they're afraid to, of what people think. And that's the thing, I, I went through that for the longest, but I gotta live with me. You ain't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't, you ain't with me 24-7. As long as I feel good about me, I don't really give a damn like, right. about the perception. I mean, I went through that already. I ain't. It is what it is. So, when you were, what is your advice for someone who's going through that and they're scared to speak their truth? Because that's your truth, essentially. Right, right, right. Um... It's really you have to, you have to, you have to realize, you have to be true to yourself first. Until like, so when they're telling you how oh, you're going through depression, you go this, you're like, nah. So prime example. So and see, this is dope. We've never, I've never gone this deep when it comes to music. Where you been? Where you done? Da, 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 whatever. So this is dope. It's not hot. Nah, no, we're good. <laughs> okay. We can touch everything. Um. So, so like, when I was younger, they they took me, I'm, I'm going through these therapies and all this shit, right? So, if we go back to the to the root of it all, my father died when I was seven years old. You know what I'm saying? His birthday is in a couple of days, so those are always a rough time. So, he died when I was seven years old, and their idea was, hey, we got to put this kid through therapy, right? So... We go to therapy, whatever, whatever. This little lady's reading me this book. And they're like, you're so angry. You know what I mean? They look at me, you're so angry. Why are you so angry? I look at this lady, seven years old. Look her straight in her face and I said, has any either one of your parents died? She told me no. They're both alive. I said, well, you'll never understand what I'm going through. So I don't care what's in your book. You can't tell me nothing in that little book you're trying to read me with these pictures telling me about all my dads and head. I don't hear none of that shit. Right. You know what I mean? And at that moment, I was like, you don't got to come back here. You know what I'm saying? Like, later on in life is when I realized again what I was dealing with. But at that moment, it wasn't no coping you could tell a seven-year-old boy yeah. whose father was his best friend. At that point, like, oh, we're going to, nah, there's nothing you can tell me. You know what I mean? So it took a lot to get through that. And... That's where, you know what I mean? That's where all that is. So, yeah, it was crazy. So, you said um, your father was your best friend. Yeah. So, it's kind of like losing your best friend. Yeah. And especially as a male, I feel like, because I'm a mom myself, and I feel like women, we can't raise our boys to be right. men. And right. so, for you to be seven years, I'm like, hey, women, this is my best friend. Like, right, where is right, he? right, right, right. And so, it was crazy because... When it happened, he had leukemia. And so when it all happened, uh, the night that he passed, well, actually it was the morning, but the night before he passed, we are sitting in the hospital room. Him and my mom are talking. They make a deal. If he's alive at 6 in the morning, we uh, go through with another blood transfusion. He had leukemia. So... If he's live at 6 in the morning, we go through with the blood transfusion. It's not, it is what it is. Leave it be. So that night, we're up. He's in good spirits. We're singing songs, talking, doing all that. You know what I mean? He's talking to me. He tells me, you know, I'm laying in the hospital bed. I'm laying there. Just 
talking and all that. He tells me, when I get out of here, we're going fishing. That's what we're going to do. You know what I mean? So we land there, whatever, whatever. I fall asleep. <coughs> boom, boom, boom. Uh, morning comes. He said, they say, my mom wakes me up. Says, hey, give your dad a kiss. He's gone. He died at 5.50 something, I want to say. Don't quote me exactly, but it was in the five to ten minute round of when that blood transfusion was supposed to start. So to deal with that kind of thing as a kid was weird. You know what I mean? Like, you know, sometimes um, when people transition like that and they wait for the person to die most yeah. to not be even in the mind mm-hmm. capacity to keep them here. Yep. And so by you falling asleep next to him, he told you he was you are actually going fishing in the morning. Yep. But when you fell asleep he knew that he made you feel secure enough yep. to rest so that way he could make it. if people aren't aren't aware of leukemia is a cancer of the blood. Right. And right, right. so um he made his transition leaving you a promise. So here's my question, do you ever go fishing? I really don't, and it's 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 something I need to do. But like since that 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 thing, it's been one of the things that's like it'll make it very surreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've been since, but it's not like a thing that I I do on the regular because it was just like it's too emotional. Yeah, yeah. Because you know what I mean when you're sitting there, you think about it, and it's like. Transmission is one of those things where you just, it's a way Yeah, it's a lot of reflecting. It's a lot of reflecting, man. It's a lot of reflecting. You wait and think, you know what I mean? When is this thing going to bite? Yeah, yeah. So you got a lot of time to sit there. But I feel like it's a thing that I'm going to do with, like, my daughter and stuff like that. You know what I mean? To get her more, to to show her things. Like, she knows about him and all that stuff now. Like, she has my stepfather and all that. But but she still knows about her. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Touchy situation. Well, you made it out of that to this amazing person who you are now. But I feel like things that you've been through create a story of where you're going. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So what you what you've been through, you don't look like nothing that you've been through, obviously. That's but you try to come out. <laughs> <laughs> but your music is a reflection mm-hmm. of everything you've gone through. Mm-hmm. So it kind of tells a story. It tells the struggle. It tells the love that you went through. Right. But um, what are some things that when you're recording, what are some things that you do to say to yourself? Um, I really like if I'm in my mode, I don't really listen to outside music at all. You know what I'm saying? Like the new shit that comes out, I don't know about it because. It was real weird. I, at one point, I kept getting this Travis Scott thing. When I had it was only like two, three records where I did this. Whatever, doesn't matter. <laughs> but uh, it really pissed me off. <laughs> this shit had me mad as hell. So, like when his album came out, like and that's no disrespect to that man. I love him. He's great. He does great music. All that shit. But I didn't listen to the motherfucker for the longest because I was still working on my album. And what I had already done organically, a motherfucker was like, oh, that's some Travis Scott vibe. And I'm like, nah, 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 that's not what I'm going for. But, uh, so yeah, no, when I'm in my zone, I don't really listen to outside music. I don't, I, I stay in my zone. I just stay in my world. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, do you ever, um, so you have a daughter, you're married, you're a up-and-coming artist, you're on the rise. Popularity, 
You seem like a very private person to me. Like, <laughs> in your circle, is in your circle. Yeah, yeah. No outsiders allowed. No, nah, that's how I am. <laughs> that should be killing me. The one behind the camera right now, she be on my ass, okay? You understand me? She be on my, yeah, because they know. I, cause to my my circle, I joke, I clown. I, 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 I'm the jokester all day in our circle. But to the world, I, it's hard to be honest. <laughs> like, it's just weird. You just get this shy. Because yeah, people yeah. when I met you, like, and then you just write. Yeah, no. I'm never going to like, I'll check my music out. Uh, I'll check me on that pistol. You know what? Nah, you know what? Sometimes, because people, people look for that sometimes. Right. And like, that's the crazy thing. Like, and that's the thing. Like, I always say, if I would have came up in the 90s, I'd have been fucking great. Like, I could make my music, turn it in, and go be a recluse somewhere off in the cut. That would be my dream. But now they want you to be a, you a, a social media. Yeah, now you gotta be you a comedian, a model, a goddamn <laughs> uh, great artist. Uh, shit, they wanna know everything. Cause you gotta look at life on, out on social media. Yeah, they wanna know everything. They wanna know everything. I, I like to take our Edison's. I like to be gone. They don't allow that though. What's your biggest fear with this music? Um, it kind of passed me. Like when I. When I was younger, I felt I would have lost myself. But I feel like the universe has a plan for the person you are. You know what I'm saying? So it was like it waited till it was time for me. Because at that time, when I was young, wild, and doing all that, I'd be out here and shit. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Shit. No bullshit. I could have been one of them. I could have been laid out. So... so so the universe knew like that, that hey, that's what it was. Not, yeah. to, not, to, not to give it to me yet. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't give it to me yet. He ain't ready for it. But now it's like I, I feel like I'm grounded enough to be able to give them what they need, stay who I am, take care of my family, do what I need to do, and just be cool. You know what I mean? So my biggest fear is just not being heard. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's basically it. Is I want I want my music to hit the ears. As long as it hits as many ears as possible, if y'all don't fuck with it after that, whatever. But the feeling of knowing that you made something that could have been classic and it didn't get hurt, that's probably your biggest fear when you do this music thing. So. I got to drink more in my interviews. <laughs> <laughs> they, they open a nigga up, okay? I'll be out here talking. Hold on a second. We ain't going to plug who we drinking, though. They, they got to pay. Cover that up. <laughs> but, uh, hold on. Brown is drinking Oh, of course. If I was drinking some light shit, I'd be on the couch. Standing on it, though, not sleeping on it. Oh, okay. We don't want you to turn up like that. Yeah, there's nobody even standing on the fucking couch. How often do you record? Mm, as often as possible. Now, um, I try to get in here at least two, three times a week. And we record at Island Chicago, plug, plug. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we be in this thing going crazy. Uh, yeah, Island Chicago, that's where we be at. But I'll be in here like two, three times a week. But that be that's a gift and a curse because now I'm sitting on about 40, 45 records. And how do you pick that? song that you're sitting on right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, you like, look, somebody came in the other day and was like, look, dude, if you don't start dropping this music, I'm going to report your page for fraud. 
Like, so, I blame him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's only the next seven days. Tell you. Because before you know it, it's going to be spring break. Right. It break. is That time. is a, that is is a uh, intro to summer anthem. It is time. Tim need to get, uh, get this music together and we're going to figure out what we got to do. No rush, Tim. No rush. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> she said that, not me. Rush, Tim. Rush. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get her done. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, what is your advice to someone wanting to be in the position that you're at? Okay. Um, and trying to work towards. Be ready for a lot of hard work, disappointments. You know what I'm saying? Because for that one yes, I'm trying to tell you. And see, I I know quite a few like I know artists. That I know personally that would smoke me verse for verse. So I ain't, but they gave up. You're working. You get what I'm saying? Like when I started, they would have smoked me. They did smoke me numerous times. You know what I'm saying? Like they smoked me. But things don't go the way they want to sometimes. And you're like, you know what? I'm not doing it. You know what I'm saying? And that. Those are the stories that break my heart. You know what I'm saying? The dudes that I know had it. And they just were like, nah, I'm I'm gonna just be regular. I'm gonna just do this regular thing. Nah. You know what I'm saying? You gotta work for it. So my advice would be be prepared for that and be prepared to work. You know what I'm saying? Be prepared to work because there's somebody that's gonna that's working harder than you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Trying to at all times and even when you ain't got a spot. So there's somebody trying to even take your spot in the line to get a spot. You know what I'm saying? So that's the thing that you gotta really be prepared for. And I mean invest in yourself. You know what I'm saying? You, have to, you have to invest in yourself. You know what I mean? It's not gonna happen overnight. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's gonna do it for you. You know what I mean? You have to do it yourself. So that's the one thing that you that I would also say is you're always looking for somebody to do, somebody to do, somebody to do. When you don't realize that you have to be your own. You know what I'm saying? I message people as my own management sometimes, even though now I have my management. But before all that, I would man, I would message them from another email saying, Hey, this is 2K Dre's management. We're trying to uh do that. and they respond to you differently. But you have to be ready to do all that stuff because if you can't afford it, you gotta be it. You gotta learn. You have to be ready to learn and adapt. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And if you're not willing to learn and adapt, you're gonna get left behind because you know what I mean? Like like you gotta think about this, like people still spending all this money to make CDs. They not even putting C D players in cars no more. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to be ready to adapt. That's the adapt part. You have to be ready to be like, okay, we're not making CDs no more. What's the next move? How am I going to be able to go to these shows and make some money? You know what I'm saying? So, you got to figure that out. You know what I mean? You got to start looking into flash drives, looking into, you know what I mean? Different merch, looking into the, the QR code. We don't give away too much sauce. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I see, see y'all that, that like, hey, don't give away sauce. Alright, now we don't give away too much sauce, but you know what I mean? You got to be able, ready to do that. And you know what I mean? You got to but you also do have to find some people that's going to be real with you. That's the main thing. A lot of people don't have people around them that's going to keep it real and funky with them. Because I'm telling you, if I make something in this motherfucker that ain't the right, 
They don't let it be known that they threw it. Hey. Yeah. We got a fart machine in that motherfucker on just for hit <laughs> fart on them bars. That's how you that's how we do it. So I mean that's that's the thing. You got to be ready to take the criticism and all that. All that. It's 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 a hard hard path. That's it. You keep that same mind frame and that same energy. Mm-hmm. You don't go far. That's the hope. That's the hope. No, that's what we're gonna do. We there we go. There we go. That's what we're gonna do. So if somebody wants to work with you, collab with you, how can they get in contact with you? I'm easy to find. 2K Dre on everything. 2K Dre. 2K Dre. D-R-A-E, though. Y'all just to say spell it out because it's not regular. 2K D-R-A-E. And everything. I'm on, I'm on that and everything. So, shit. I ain't going to give y'all the email even though if you just put a Gmail at the end, you'll find it too. <laughs> it will go through us. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's how you find me. That's how you find me. I appreciate you taking the time off to um, send song. I appreciate you talking to me. Put that song out. We're going to put all of them out. Send it to me first. Oh, we're going to do, um, okay. Um, plug, plug again. What you got going on? Me and, what's that nigga name now? He be changing his name. Oh, After Hours is what he goes by now. <laughs> this motherfucker. He's great artist stuff. That's my nigga. We dropping the, uh. We dropping the album for the couples. It's called Couple Season. Yup. I, I mean, I guess we can call it R&B, but it's just like love making music. It ain't even really, it ain't really in that category. Of like, it's in its own lane. It's in its own lane. Like, it's just like, yo, you put this on and Shorty ain't with it, you might as well just delete her number because she, she didn't know the vibes. Oh, okay. Sure didn't know the vibes. Where can I download it? Sure didn't know the vibes. Where do I get it? Oh, this? it's going to be on everything. It's going to be on everything. What day? I'm going to put it in my calendar. Are oh, you going to try to put me on the spot? It's definitely before Valentine's Day. Let's go that way. Okay. We're going to go that way. We don't got a for sure date, but I know it's got to be before Valentine's Day because some babies got to be made to it. Well, I won't be making any babies. It's fine, it's fine. You know, you know, it's safe sex, safe sex. <laughs> couples, couples, couples. Y'all make some babies. Y'all make some babies. Married people, married people. You know what I mean? Don't, don't, don't be out here reproducing and you can't do that with them. You know what I'm saying? That should be fucked up. <laughs> That's a whole That should be show. fucked up. I, I, but, you know, Dre love the kids, so I'll take care of you babies too. Come on, we won't no, 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 no. I'm just talking about, I, I make sure, you call me if they need some toys or something. Hey, hey, no, no ladies, y'all keep y'all stuff over there. Y'all keep y'all ass over there. I want to take care of the kids. I want to make sure they good. <laughs> I want to make sure the kids good. Well, y'all ladies, that. stay y'all ass. Y'all can come to the show, though. All y'all ladies can come to the show. All y'all ladies can come to the show. We take pictures of the show. <laughs> Thank you. We're about to get back to work now, huh? You have tuned in to Chicago. It's the Punch of Podcast brought to you by Chicago Industry Magazine. And on that note, peace out.